You are tuned into the Rocky Mountain Review for Thursday, November 17th. I'm Portia Cook. I'm Kira McKinley. And you're tuned into KCSU Fort Collins. On today's show, Lee Zimpel goes over campus news with information on CSU's bronze boot run. After that, Portia covers local news with information on local hospital visitor restrictions. Then I'll give you your daily dose of music, entertainment, and events news with information on the 2023 Grammy Awards. After that, you'll hear an episode of the Tune Into Nature podcast with hosts Kelly and Anna as they interview first-year CSU student Amanda about adjusting to college life as an out-of-state student. Then I'll cover environmental news today with updates on Jackson, Mississippi's water crisis. After that, I go over national news with updates on the death of four students at the University of Idaho. Then make sure to stay tuned for your CSU sports updates with you and Perk. And to conclude today's show, I will take a look at what Fort Collins has in store for the weather this week. The following RMR broadcast was pre-recorded on Wednesday, November 16th. Now with that, let's move right into campus and local news. I'm Lee Zimpel and these are your campus news updates for Thursday, November 17th. CSU and Wyoming Army ROTC cadets met Friday at the state line on Highway 287 to exchange the game ball for the weekend football game, which marked the 30th year of the annual bronze boot run. Participants each run a portion of the way where they ride along in support vans waiting for their turn. Jason Mum, a CSU alumnus, ran the very first bronze boot run in 1991 and returned this year to run the final stretch towards the Moby Arena. The experience went full circle as Mum handed the game ball to head football coach Jay Norville at Canvas Stadium as reported on CSU Source News. Photos of the entire event can be found on the CSU Source News website. The CSU Visual Arts Building recently welcomed a new mural to its northwestern wall, and it's hard to miss if you're walking on campus. The expressive mural proudly faces towards the typically busy West Pitkin Street. The mural, titled State Steel with parentheses around the T in steel, was envisioned by Alaska Native artist Nicholas Galanin. His work is known to examine the topics of land and culture and how cultures intersect. The new piece depicts an old-style covered travel wagon with a modern wheel clamp booted to a wheel, with large ski masks painted on each side of the wagon. The piece is a symbolic representation of trespassing and settler occupation of indigenous land, specifically relating to the indigenous North American and African experience. State Steel is the very first mural to be painted as part of a long-term initiative to paint more murals on the Visual Arts Building. A more in-depth look into the process behind the new artwork and the initiative is in the Collegian. Thank you for tuning in to your CSU Campus News. I'm Lisa Pell, and you're listening to 90.5 KCSU. I'm Portia Cook reporting your local news for Thursday, November 17th. Fort Collins Police Services Assistant Chief Tim Doran has been selected as the new police chief of the Loveland Police Department. According to a city Facebook post, Doran was selected as Loveland's next police chief following a six-month nationwide search. Doran joined Fort Collins Police Services as assistant chief in 2019 and has 32 years of experience in law enforcement, including 22 years with the Federal Bureau of Investigation. In the city's announcement, Doran said, quote, I could not be more honored to be selected to lead the Loveland Police Department and stand with the women and men who answer the call of duty and put their lives on the line for this amazing community, end quote. As chief, Doran will be charged with, quote, leading, building, and maintaining trust within the city and community, coordinating with the city's manager's office and city council, collaborating with stakeholders and building community partnerships, and providing first-class service to the Loveland community, end quote. In other news, did you know City Park used to have a train? Well, it did, and the plans to bring it back have been canceled. 
Fort Collins City Council has officially removed the project from the list of remaining city project approved by voters in the 2015 building on basics tax. The Southeast Community Center pool and the City Park train were the last two incomplete projects on the list. As for why the city will not move forward with building the new train, the city council says the cost of building the train is higher than what voters agreed upon. The city told the Coloradoan that the project would have cost about $4.75 million and is, quote, no longer financially feasible to undertake and complete without substantially altering the essential character of the project, end quote. Senior Communications Coordinator for Parks and Recreation said that the project would require the demolition and relocation of the tennis and pickleball courts, renovation of underground utilities, and special construction methods to preserve and protect trees and their root systems, all of which substantially add to the cost of the project. The train was installed in 1950 and operated over the decades by several private owners until the city purchased it in 1997. The train stopped operating in 2010 because of numerous safety concerns. In other news, respiratory viruses are on the rise across Colorado, and as a result, UC and Banner Health are placing restrictions on visitors to help protect their patients, other visitors, and hospital and clinic staff. On November 14th, in separate press releases, UC Health and Banner Health officials announced they would add new restrictions to their visitor policies for clinics and hospitals, citing reasons that include an increase in COVID-19, flu, and respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV. With the new policy, if you're planning to visit a UC Health facility, here's what you should know. All visitors are required to wear a mask. Patients are only allowed to have two visitors at one time but are not limited to how many visitors they can have in one day. Visiting hours are from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Visitors younger than 12 are prohibited from all intensive care units, transplant locations, oncology, inpatient floors, pediatric units, including neonatal intensive care units, and special care nurseries. Patients with infectious diseases, including COVID-19, are allowed one visitor or support person at a time for two hours, one time per day. Visitors must also wear full personal protective equipment. UC Health includes Poudre Valley Hospital, Medical Center of the Rockies, and UC Health's Greeley Hospital in northern Colorado. If you plan to visit a Banner Health facility, visitors will be restricted if they have a fever, cough, vomiting, or diarrhea. All visitors over the age of two must wear a mask over their nose and mouth for the duration of the visit. Visitors under the age of 13 are restricted. Siblings who do not have a cold and flu symptoms may visit a new baby in the obstetrics unit or pediatric unit. The child may be screened for illness by staff before being allowed to visit. Children, including siblings, will not be allowed to visit the NICU. Children 12 and under must also be supervised by an adult at all times in public waiting areas and cafeterias. Visitors are highly encouraged to wash or sanitize their hands frequently while at the hospital to prevent getting the flu or potentially spreading any illnesses. Banner Health includes the Fort Collins Medical Center, Northern Colorado Medical Center in Greeley, and McKee Medical Center in Loveland. That's all for your local news. I'm Portia Cook, and I'll be right back with your music events and entertainment news after the break. At Colorado State University, the women's rugby team competes in the Mountain West Rugby Conference, working to establish themselves as leaders on and off the field. Women of all different backgrounds, experience levels, and interests are welcome to join the CSU women's rugby team. 
practices and home games are held on the IM fields. To get involved and to find the team's game schedule, go to csuwrugby.com. I'm back with your music events and entertainment news. The nominees for the upcoming 2023 Grammy Awards have been released. Beyonce is the top nominee for the 65th annual Grammy Awards with nine nods, all but one for her album Renaissance. The other nominee is for her Be Alive from the film King Richard. With 88 career nods, Beyonce is tied with her husband Jay-Z for the most nominations ever received by any musician in the history of the awards. One closely watched contest this year will involve Beyonce and Adele, who will face each other in other major categories, as they did in the 2017 awards when Adele's 25 beat Beyonce's Lemonade for Album of the Year. Following behind Beyonce's nine nominations is Kendrick Lamar with eight nominations, and Adele and Brandi Carley with seven nominations. A handful of artists are up for six nominations each, including Harry Styles, Mary J. Blige, Future, DJ Khaled, and the producer and singer-songwriter The Dream. In events news, Trans Day of Remembrance and Resilience kicks off this evening in the Lori Student Center. The event begins at 5.30 p.m. with a trans and non-binary community dinner, followed by a remembrance event at 6.30 p.m. Each year between November 13th and 19th, people and organizations around the country participate in Transgender Awareness Week to help raise the visibility of transgender people and address issues members of the community face. That's all for your music events and entertainment news. If you're looking for more things to do, you can find the most up-to-date events and activities on the KCSU events calendar at kcsufm.com. Now, an episode of the Tune Into Nature podcast with hosts Kelly and Anna as they interview first-year CSU student Amanda about adjusting to university life as an out-of-state student. Welcome back to Tune Into Nature. My name is Kelly. And my name is Anna, your new co-host. You're listening to Tune Into Nature. Today's episode, we are speaking with Amanda, who is a fellow student ambassador and first year. Today, we'll be getting the down low on the college admissions process and debunking myths about CSU. With that, Amanda, would you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Amanda. I am a first year at CSU and I'm in the human dimensions of natural resources major. That's a mouthful, but... I'm from San Diego, California, and I'm stoked to be on this podcast. So thanks for having me. Oh, 
We're stoked to have you. (laughs) Also, for people listening, we commonly call Human Dimensions and Natural Resources HDNR, just so it's less of a mouthful. (laughs) Um, So I guess, Amanda, can you go into why you chose that major, why you chose CSU, what attracted you to Natural Resources? Yeah, for sure. So coming to Colorado was a big change for me. And I think that I knew almost immediately that Colorado is full of mountains and plains and basically everything that correlates to nature. And CSU just had such an incredible program for not only like environmental science as a whole, but all of the majors in Warner, all of the people involved as well. I felt like the community in general was so abundant with knowledge and people that could help you and guide you in the right direction. And I've been passionate about environmental science for a fat minute. And so coming here and being able to meet like-minded people who like study and like ecosystem science, and I'm in studying how humans interact with the environment, it's such a wide variety. So I think it's a beautiful place to be. Perfect. I love that answer. Going off of that, what first got you interested in natural resources? I think, well, I grew up by the beach, so I've seen a lot of more like marine ecosystems, I guess you could say. And I started noticing a lot of trash on our beaches and it frustrated me. So I think it honestly started with me going and being like, I want to pick up some trash. And then I was like, why is there so much trash? And why do I feel like people don't care enough about this? And then I was like, oh, this is actually very fascinating. And the more you start looking into it, I think the more you can find out about environmental issues as a whole. And so there were so many unsolved problems, which like, I mean, that's what we're all trying to do here. But I think it just caught my attention. And it made me really passionate about protecting our planet because we only got one and it's beautiful. And yeah. Snaps to that. <laughs> uh, also, I know you're new to HDNR, but can you speak on what excites you about beginning in that major and be- being able to interact with the lot of different people. Definitely. So I think people in general are a big, I mean, they're a huge part of this planet. There's like, what, 8 billion of us now, maybe. So we play in a lot to our environment. And it interests me a lot to know about how we interact with the environment and why some people find places more appealing than others or why people care about certain places more than others. And so I've had some guest speakers in like my seminar who have a lot of experience protecting private lands or traveling around the world and getting to know different perspectives on how to treat land. And I find it very interesting just to see way like tons of different people and how they all interact with the planet. So, you know, humans, (laughs) ex-Earth. I love that. (laughs) I feel like that's such an important part of even if you just want to be a researcher in a lab, it's pretty much required that you learn how to communicate your science and your research. Even if you're just the one in the lab coat, like this is something I get really (laughs) proud of about like, but you need to be able to tell people why they should care about what you're doing. For sure. And the class I had right before this is my public communication and natural resources class. And it's one of the few HDNR classes I need for my fisheries major. But it's actually really fascinating. It's about, you know, how to communicate to different populations of people who have different beliefs and how to debunk maybe some harmful thoughts around environmental issues and just how to customize experiences to people to make them care. And I think that should be incorporated in 
any science major. And I feel like totally. Sue Warner does a really good job at it. Yeah. Which is awesome. Agreed. Yeah. That was one of the first things that I kind of learned also in one of my seminar classes my freshman year um, about the communication side and how you can do all this research in science and like all these important findings. But if you can't display and like tell people about your research and like why it's important, they won't care. And totally. so it essentially makes um, the data, all the science that you've done, like null. Yeah, it just won't matter. Yeah, like if you don't understand what you're trying to care about, like you're not going to care about it at all. So that's very well said from both of you. I totally For sure. agree. And, you know, like we read all these scientific papers in our classes about all these really complex things. But what, how, like how many people actually listen to that? Yeah. <laughs> how, much, how many people actually outside of the science field would go and read those journals? Yeah. Probably none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you're really passionate about this one thing, you're probably not going to subscribe to a journal and read all this really complicated information. You just want to know what you can do to help manage these issues that people spend their careers doing. And Yeah, right. Yeah. It's fascinating. <laughs> it is fascinating. And it's really complex too, which makes mm -hmm. it challenging, but also like encouraging to try and make it more clear for yeah. more people. Well, thanks for touching base on all that and kind of giving some depth to the HDR major. Uh, switching sides a little bit, since you have come to CSU now, you've been settled in for about a month or two. Can you talk about the process of getting here, orientation, RAM welcome, what what those events looked like for you? Yeah. Especially coming from out of state. Totally. So I drove here, so it took me a little bit. And I guess I didn't move in on like the designated move-in days, but it was really easy. It was like much easier than I thought. I'm living on campus. So my parents and I pulled up and we started unloading things into the room. And I met my RA and I met some people in my hall. And that was that was really fun um, just to kind of be in this whole new place. But Ram Welcome was exciting just because, first of all, the Ram Welcome leaders were so enthusiastic. Like <laughs> it was, it was um, very entertaining. They'd like wake us up in the morning blasting music <laughs> in the hall, which was, it was, it felt almost like camp in a way. It was like, woo, woo, get up and grind um, in a fun way. But um, I guess coming here, like it was honestly kind of stressful because new place i didn't know anyone and they we did a lot of icebreakers which in at the time it was like okay another icebreaker but after doing that i realized that i like made a lot of friends doing that we play games and there'd be a lot of music and we have some convocation where we got to hear some speakers it was very tiring as well, just because you did so much and it was a little bit overwhelming meeting so many people. Looking back on it now, it was fun to be involved in it and just, it was a lot of fun. It, I think it was a good warm up to, to CSU. You got to explore by yourself and like, welcome to campus. This is what it's like. We're a good group of people. Rams support Rams kind of thing. <laughs> so it was, it was really enjoyable. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. My, um, I don't know about you, Kelly, but my orientation looked a little bit different yeah. in, um, to CSU fall of 2020. So, oh. yeah, that was a different experience, but I'm glad that things are starting to get back to normal. I know. And I know. Um, you can have like a really good opportunity to meet people and yeah, like, get agree. assimilated into the culture here at CSU. Totally. Yeah. I feel bad that you guys had to go through that. <laughs> I mean, I actually had an in-person one. I guess I was the last 
in person before yeah. COVID hit because it hit my freshman year. I remember that so vividly, them coming in classic, <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, I just got here. <laughs> I have jet lag. Or I'm, oh, I, know. Jet lag. Yeah, I was coming from Colorado Springs. <laughs> like, you're just so overwhelmed oh with God, yeah. starting a completely new environment with people you have no idea where they came from or who they are. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but I agree. It's overwhelming, but in a good way. Yeah. That it makes you really excited to be here. Definitely. And I remember the carnival. Yeah, the this carnival, was, carnival was so fun. I went my junior year too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like out of the halls. I think it was the first time they had it since the pandemic. Yeah. And I went, you know, people go as upperclassmen and it's so fun. It's, there's, you know, free food. For there's sure. photo shoots. There's a rock wall. There's bouncy houses. Oh. And it's just... It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. That was really enjoyable. Uh, I didn't think about going like as a <laughs> classman because, um, like, I missed out on it. And at, at the time, I was like, don't, "Don't have to deal with that." But looking back, I I think it would have been like a valuable resource to me um, coming in. But catch me there next year <laughs> in the you mosh should. pit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was really fun. I came back from that though, and I was like, "I'm ready to crash." Yep. Go yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, thank you for all that. Yeah. Coming to a new school and starting college, um, it's a really big process that a lot of people can feel anxious about. Kind of something that they're not really sure what's going to happen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. So, what anxieties did you have coming into college? Slash, like misconceptions that kind of cleared up or maybe didn't or like were confirmed. I didn't go to a large high school. So CSU is massive to me. I mean, it's just a massive school in general. I was kind of worried that uh, you just hear college like go crazy, you go party. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that because I'm very <laughs> introverted and I kind of enjoy alone time. So being here and then I've, I've kind of realized, oh, you actually don't have to do that. And so I'll ride my bike around campus and like bring a book and go sit in the forest. And <laughs> I mean, that's just I have definitely realized that college is exactly what you make it. And if you want to stay on the chill side and invest in like quality time with a small group of friends, go for that. That's exactly what you need to do. I was really anxious though about making friends. And I think that during Ram Welcome, I would see groups of people talking and I would be standing there alone. Like, how do you guys have friends already? Like, geez. <laughs> um, honestly, like walking around alone, I would find other people that were alone and be like, hey, what's up you're alone me too let's be <laughs> friends and i've stayed in touch with some people that way but also just sitting next to people in class and being like hey and i have like i made one of my best friends that way so it was it was really rewarding i think there's just a lot of expectation to kind of go hard you don't have to go hard at all like you can invest in your studies or in something uh, like a new hobby or something i've gotten really into yoga here so that was fun <laughs> I feel that really hard. And I'm glad you touched on that because I think you coming to a big university, you hear stories on the news of yeah. just big state schools. And one of the really great things about college is exactly you can make it what you want to make it. And so if you are struggling to get involved, you can, yeah, take it a little slower and just make friends and classes and group projects or, you know, reading in the forest, like yeah. you mentioned. <laughs> and there's not really the expectation that you come into college thinking there's going to yeah. be. Also, just trying those new activities, like you said, with yoga and yeah. whatnot. There's a lot of opportunities to just go outside your comfort zone, but also take your time adjusting. Right. If that's what you need. For sure. Yeah. I'm also an out-of-state student, yeah. so I came here totally alone, yeah, <laughs> not right. knowing what was going on. 
And I like totally recommend just getting involved on campus. Like that was the biggest thing for me was just um, going to anything that I could and just like meeting people. And most of the time there's free stuff. So that's also (laughs) really nice. CSU has so many organizations that there's a spot for everyone. There's so many different types of people, groups of people that you'll find your space in here. It might take um, you like longer than like someone else or faster than someone else. For me, I I had the pandemic (laughs) kind of, you know, fighting against me. So I didn't really like get super involved um, my first year, but definitely my second year when things started becoming a little bit (laughs) normal, um, I definitely like found my like space. For sure. It takes some time and like, it's totally normal to take time, I think. And honestly, the longer, the more you have to figure out. I don't know. It's just, yeah. Exactly. I feel like going at the pace you're comfortable with to exactly. integrate into new situations is just something you have to give yourself grace with. Yeah. I feel like everyone has that stress of, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make friends. Yeah. Like Anna, I also had the pandemic hit during my freshman year and that had some challenges, you know, Anytime. also like yeah. I didn't go to high school in Colorado Springs. My family had just moved there when I came to CSU. And so when I went home for that extended spring break in summer, it was kind of yeah. lonely. And it's, I feel like everyone had those moments and goes through those moments, even outside of a pandemic, realizing that not everyone you meet is necessarily your forever friend, but maybe just nice company to have in the moment is a good way to center yourself around. Yeah. Agreed. A new group of people. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And definitely like, not comparing your situation or journey to anyone else. Because exactly. that can get you <laughs> freaked out really fast and mm-hmm. um, totally. just stressed and it's totally not worth it because everyone has their own journey. Yeah, that's another thing coming to CSU and to any college. You're surrounded by so many new people, especially in war. Everyone's so cool. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> We're biased, but like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and... Sometimes it's hard to look at someone and be like, wow, they're doing every single club right now. They're killing their classes and they're, they have such an active social life. And maybe you're struggling in some of those aspects, but that's okay. Cause like you'll right. find what you're passionate with and you'll be around people who are passionate about those things and everyone's doing awesome things. And I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> so once you get past kind of that, that pressure that people tend to put on themselves. Thanks for answering that. Yeah. I'm glad we were able to have a candid conversation sure. about that because it's not often talked about. No, it's know, not. Beyond the perfect picture of college movie. Yeah. You know, right. like what's the reality? Yeah. So it's important to talk about those things. Agreed. Uh, I guess beyond that, what did you wish you knew about coming into college? Honestly, like everything we just talked about, are like <laughs> it's okay to have your own journey and your own pace and like comparing yourself to others is going to, absolutely get you nowhere Mm -hmm. because everyone has different interests and different energy levels and personalities and so i mean you could look at someone next to you and be like dang they're doing basically everything right now and i feel like i'm doing not even a quarter of that so it's just like well i'm okay with that like if i'm happy and i feel fulfilled in what i'm doing then it's totally fine and i think that a little bit in the first week especially i felt Maybe in some of my classes or like in my one of my seminars, like people kind of had a competitive nature almost like I look at what I have done so far and I'm like, bro, chill out. It's, we're <laughs> it's we're not just getting deep. started. No, it's not that deep. And it's freshman year and you're just trying to figure out how to survive, to be completely honest, because it's very different. So 
yeah, I wish that I knew that it's okay to just take it one step at a time because I felt kind of rushed. I felt myself like rushing myself and I was like, hold on, slow the horse. So I think in especially in these past few weeks, I've definitely tried to figure out my own time management and like what things I can do to make myself like relax after a long week, just slowing down. It's okay to be slow. No need to rush. Starting a whole new lifestyle is a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) It's like somewhat of a culture shock. It is. Um, Especially like if you're moving, most people are moving, even if you're not out of state, moving to like a whole new city and town and bunch of meeting a bunch of new people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You leave behind your pets and your parents and like everything you've basically ever known. So (laughs) it's a big change and there's no point in like expecting you to just be completely set once you get here like that's not realistic so exactly even making time just to do things that you don't think about <laughs> yeah, right? you're like okay i actually have to make myself food yeah. <laughs> okay and make time to take care of myself yeah and be an adult <laughs> totally which is scary sometimes you know yeah paying bills and all that stuff I know, for sure right and i feel like the pets that's a big thing oh, <laughs> i miss yes. the fur babies right sure. oh my gosh i'd do anything to give my dog a hug <laughs> but i think also like not having really high expectations as well like if you i could not come into college thinking like yeah i'm gonna get completely straight a's like a plus a plus in all my classes like it's a it's different curriculum here and like but there's resources to help you. And I also kind of wish that I knew that coming here because I was really stressed. I was like, no one's going to be here to help me. And then they're like, hey, we have tilt. We have like student health center. I don't know. We have everything basically. And you're like, oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. College has a way of humbling you. <laughs> for sure. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Since you are an out-of-state student, what's it like been adjusting to Fort Collins? It's such a cute town. It's so cute. Um, I've come from a big city and so I'm used to traffic and loud noises and the air is kind of gross sometimes. And I'm also used to the beach and like driving everywhere. So first of all, adjusting to Fort Collins is getting on a bike and biking. (laughs) That is like my favorite thing about here is all the bike lanes and like just CSU in general. I didn't have, I've never seen so many bikes before. It's crazy, but it's also really awesome. And it makes me happy that that's kind of like a culture, not only in Fort Collins, but like at CSU as well. It's also nice to just like walk to cute little small businesses. There's so much to offer here and walking downtown and seeing like the tea stores and the houseplant stores and all the restaurants. Like I went to my first restaurant with you both, yeah. <laughs> which is awesome. Um, Plug to Christmas root beer. Yeah, so good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so good. Yeah, do, your fil- do yeah. yourself a favor once you get up here. Go to Christmas and get root beer. It's so good. Even if you don't like it, I'm not a big root beer fan and I drink that and woo, it's so good. <laughs> Makes you feel like a new person. It does. <laughs> I was like, dang, this is crazy. I've just like everyone here is a lot different than Southern California. I think everyone's kind of more chill. I've experienced a lot more kindness in Fort Collins than I have back at home. And so I just, I appreciate that about people. There's a lot more, everyone's just kind of stepped down a level. Like we're taking it easy and it's a really nice place to be. So there's so much to offer here as well. Like you honestly can't get bored. There's, you can find anything to do. You can go to Horse Soup. You can, 
I mean, I don't have a car, but <laughs> eventually you can find. Yeah, you can find yeah. exactly. And even like going to Estes, like that's a cute little weekend trip too. Um, but yeah, Fort Collins is awesome. I really like it so far. I know we went to Cooper Smith's together yeah. as a team, but do you have any other favorite places you found along the way that you really like, or or that places that you want to try out soon? Um, geez, what is it called? It's the Cookie Place. Mary's Mountain Cookies. Yes, Mary's Mountain Cookies. <laughs> is that I've I had tried one because my friend got them like first week, and I was like, "Ooh, that's good." <laughs> so I want to go get some get some cookies too. So tying back in how you got to CSU after you've been here for some time, what did that college application process look like for you? So out of state, I. Uh, I'm paying like out of state tuition, first of all. So I guess it could be different for someone that's applying in state. But I applied to CSU through the common app and I had my big essay that I submitted. But, um, it was actually kind of fun because I took a tour here and that's where how I met Kelly. And, um, I absolutely loved CSU. And when I got back to the hotel that evening, after spending like the whole day here, I got the email, you've been admitted. And I was like, well, looks like I'm going to CSU. <laughs> so, uh, and once that, once I got accepted actually, and I like was like, yeah, I'm going to go here. I got so many resources that I was, I felt so set. Like I got emails from Warner and they're like, Hey, this is what HDNR is like. Here's some people that you could know. And it was, it was really exciting. And they just, they honestly made it so smooth that it was like, I already felt like I was in this big family. Go Rams. (laughs) Go Rams. Rams. (laughs) It was crazy. But yeah, I just, I through the common app. I submitted my essay, which took me a a bit, but I think a lot of people go through that. (laughs) I mean, they got back to me in a short amount of time and they made it really effortless. That's so cute. I remember getting your text because yeah. we had that visit and we totally. barely knew. We spent like an hour and a half together. Yeah. But I literally, I told Jake after you left, I was like, I want to be her friend. Phone numbers in case yeah. you had any more questions. And then I remember getting that text yeah. that you had gone oh that gosh. email. It was, it was so cute. Crazy. I was so happy. Oh, <laughs> so so sweet. Sweet. It was nuts. It was like a big universe <laughs> moment. I was like, yeah. okay. Talk and, about a meet cute. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Up in the foundry dining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plug our lunch visits <laughs> get a lunch visit because we get food yeah. also i love that you touched on the smoothness because yeah. i'm trying to think back four years ago <laughs> but i remember i got mine admittance really fast like within yeah. probably two or three weeks and then also i have my friend's little sister who i'm friends with she's applying to colleges right now and she's applying to csu and some other schools awesome and she's having trouble with her counselor like getting her transcript sent Oh. And she told me today, CSU is the only people who are being nice to her about it. Mm-hmm. So I think that really speaks to admissions yeah. and how totally. the effort they put into making sure you, yeah. you know, you're having a good experience and they recognize this is a stressful time already and yeah. try not to add to that. For sure. Yeah. And like, especially since the past few years, like the standardized testing has become like test optional. Mm-hmm. So I think like that's still probably being figured out somehow and but they i felt like they always were on it like if i had a question i'd get a response from them so quickly and they were very descriptive so they definitely do care a lot which i appreciate it feels good to have someone be like yeah we'll help you so yeah it's it can be like a big stress relief with someone not exactly holding your hand but like guiding you 
just because it is such a foreign process yeah. that you've never gone through before. No one's ever gone through it before, except, you know, your parents or older siblings. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, it's really nice whenever you're admissions or like advisors understand that uh, that's a big thing like i'm an only child so my parents were also like stressing because they did not know what was going on <laughs> and i was stressing so it was nice to definitely have some guidance there for sure well moving on to a little break in the podcast we have some rapid fire questions for yeah. you Anna, do you want to kick it off i would love to thank you so much kelly <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> um to get things started what is your favorite study spot on campus the LSC by the piano. I will sit there and wait for someone to come jam on the piano. Oh my gosh. That's another thing about <laughs> Fort Collins is like the little pianos everywhere. I think that's awesome. Um, but people will absolutely go crazy on the, and, and I'm, oh my gosh, it's like, I'm so infatuated. I'll take out my earbuds and just be like, please serenade me. <laughs> Have you seen it? the um guy on the piano in the lsc by intermission that like belts no like he's, sings. No, he's, like, <laughs> he's crazy yeah i go like for him whenever i see him walk up i'm like yeah i know like <laughs> suddenly i want coffee yeah, so I I can, like kill 15 yeah, minutes exactly that's it no that's literally the place <laughs> i know I'll, like wait there go get a coffee come back be like is he coming and then he will and i'm like yes yeah. talk about a campus celebrity <laughs> yeah he is i don't even know his name but i adore him I want him to be famous. <laughs> what an icon. <laughs> All right. Next question. If you could have any outdoor skill, what would it be? Ar Does archery count? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd love to. Okay. So I ride horses. And so I think it'd just be so boss to be riding a horse and like <laughs> whip out a bow and arrow. <laughs> like in Brave, you know? Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> Matilda. Yeah. yeah. No, it's crazy. I think that'd be really cool. But like realistically, I'd probably love to be able to rock climb. That's, I'm, it, I don't know how people can just stick their hands in a crack and like get themselves up. <laughs> so I think that's really cool. We can make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> please take me, take me yeah. bouldering and stuff. No, I'd love to. Yeah. I'm really close friends with the president of Alpine Club. So Ooh, okay. I can hook you up. Looks like I'm going. <laughs> Also, the rock wall in the rec center is yeah. a really good starting place. Okay, good to know. Rock climb. I mean, it obviously won't be as realistic as an actual rock in the cracks and stuff, but indoor rock climbing is really fun. Yeah. I love top rope. Yeah. And even Whetstone is a rock climbing gym in Fort Collins, and I had a membership there for a while, and I had so much fun with it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And it's a good way to stay in shape, too. Yeah. And it's fun, and it's like your whole body. Right. So. Yeah, it's good for your brain, too. Like, having mm -hmm. to figure out where to go. Like, okay, <laughs> take this one. <laughs> yeah. So whenever you're out learning how to rock climb eventually yeah. now, <laughs> um, what is your favorite um, snack that you would take on the trail, say, whenever you're going to go rock climb? I can't get it on. <laughs> I try to make it blow. That was so good. <laughs> oh my God. Um, well, since I got to hate it on for seeing corn nuts last night. Oh my God. Oh my God. I forgot about this. <laughs> Um, I do love corn nuts though. That's They're okay. So this is good. your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You can love corn nuts. Okay. Yeah, we won't bully you in it. <laughs> PSA corn nuts are good. <laughs> Don't be a hater. <laughs> corn nuts. But honestly, like, I love like these little like, chocolate almonds too, are like mm -hmm. really good. I really enjoy like stopping in the middle of a hike and just handful of almonds in my mouth. <laughs> but also corn nuts. <laughs> I love corn nuts. 
<laughs> but you mix the two together? No. Okay. No, that's illegal. I cannot Oh, so that. that's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm not an animal. <laughs> I wish I was, though. I feel like those would work well together. Yeah, like the salt and chocolate. Yeah. Well, corn are really salty, actually. So be sure to have water <laughs> if you want to eat them on the trail. <laughs> but maybe the chocolate balances it out. Yeah, exactly. I'm crying. That's so funny. Bring a water purification filter to go get river water and eat your corn nuts and almonds. All right. Well, thank you for answering those questions. Cool. I love the insight. You're very welcome. For our last part of the podcast, we just want to touch on what are the things you're looking forward to doing at CSU? Definitely at CSU, I'd like to join a club at some point. I think the Zero Waste Club sounds really cool. I have a friend that's in that. And compost is like the way of the future. So I'd like to learn more about that for sure. Perhaps Zero Waste Club. After I went to Mountain Campus just like for a brief introduction for like a night and a day. I really, I think going there for like a longer period of time would be amazing. It's so beautiful mm-hmm. and very peaceful as well. I feel like that's one of the perks of being here. Yeah, right. I haven't been to Mountain Campus yet. <laughs> Knock on wood, I'll get there yeah. before I graduate. Yeah. <laughs> but just any fieldwork opportunities bring you to really pretty places of the state, Definitely. in my experience. And that's not something that happens everywhere in yeah. every major. I feel like we're really lucky to we get to interact in nature with, most with nature this way. Yeah, because um, it's a little secluded area. <laughs> To close us out, thank you so much for everything that you've answered so far. We have one more little question for you. And that would be, what is your advice for someone thinking about applying to CSU and or Warner College? For CSU in general, if you are just like, you just want to find awesome people who are so nice. I've literally met like only kind people here, which is so refreshing. There's so much to do and it's so there's so many opportunities and great places to be. CSU is a beautiful campus. Come check it out. Like that's how I totally fell in love with here because I wanted to go out of state for school, but I was also like, maybe I could stay in California. But then I was like, no, I should probably go visit. So I visited and I was like, whoa, this place is awesome. There's just a good vibe here. And Warner also is incredible. So like if you're interested in anything to do with the environment, there are so many options for you here and even including like minors too. There's a wide variety. Also just meet some people, have come schedule a tour with us. Like, <laughs> we'll talk to you. But shameless plug. Yeah, shameless plug. Come. Um, just like look into it too and see if there's things that are right for you. Cause I looked into it and I was like, this is really interesting. Like HDNR sounds perfect for me. And so far, it totally is. And I love the classes that I'm taking. And CSU has just been such a great school. Come come cool. visit. Come check it out. Great place. Good people. I also visited when I was a junior in high school. And I lived in St. Louis, Missouri at the time. And I remember looking at some other schools that I thought would be a good fit. They had really cool, you know, environmental science. But no other school is quite like Warner in that they have yeah. nine different natural resources. Exactly. And I feel like that's a huge draw. So I agree. A visit is definitely worth your time. Definitely. It's not hard to fall in love. (laughs) Yeah, it's really not. We're also a very sustainable school, so shameless plug for (laughs) sustainability. The um, taking a tour is the same way that I decided that I was going to come here as well. I toured my senior year, came up here, fell in love with the campus. Not 
to Rosa the school, but my second choice was Texas A&M. And I also toured there. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Um, so whenever I toured A&M, it was incomparable yeah. <laughs> to CSU, yeah. um, which I know looks and aesthetics aren't everything, but they do help. Yeah, <laughs> so do. just come visit. Like yeah. you learn so much. You really get a feel of what your time is going to be like here. And also I would recommend looking at your classes, like the class um, courses that you would have to take there. That's like a great way to figure out what you're interested in, what you'll be doing. So just comparing different curriculum from different schools, I think is a great way to see what your time is going to be like in a very solid, legitimate way of what you'll be doing here. So that's how I figured out that I wanted to come here. I looked at the different courses on I'd be taking and with Warner having so many different majors, they have a lot of different options for the different classes that you could take. They go so extremely specific and endless supply of interesting classes that you could take. Totally. And like you will never be bored, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so true. If you can take some cool classes, like they are really interesting and it makes learning all that much more fun. Cause mm-hmm. it's like you care about the subject that you're taking and like you're eager to learn more about it. So Shout out to Fish Physiology. <laughs> I have never taken a more specific class, but it's awesome once you get to that point yeah. in your college career. You're like, wow, this is this is real. This yeah. is a real deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I love it so much. Totally. Also, like the thing about looks, I came during fall when all of the trees were all <laughs> yellow and I was like, dang, this is kind of hard to beat. So I'm doing fall. It's really worth it. I think that's all we have for this episode of Tune Into Nature. Tune in next time to hear us chat about undergraduate research opportunities with a focus on bats as we approach the Halloween season. We'll see you next time on Tune Into Nature. KCSU comes from Comet Chicken. Located in Old Town on Mountain Avenue, just west of college, Comet Chicken serves up boneless, skinless, hand-breaded in-house tenders, french fries, salads, sandwiches, and made-from-scratch sauces. Offering no-contact carryout, online ordering, curbside pickup, and delivery from Nosh. Open for lunch and dinner and breaks in between. For more details, visit CometChicken.com. In environmental news... The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency aims to have a long-term presence in Jackson, Mississippi following their water crisis. The agency wants to help fix the city's decades-old water problems that have affected their drinking water.
CNN stated that an EPA administrator visited the city and that he aims to, quote, hold ongoing in negotiations with city and state officials that, according to the source, are aimed at creating a legal agreement for ongoing federal involvement in running the water system of the predominantly African-American city, end quote. In addition to this, the EPA administrator said, quote, People have lost their trust in their government, and so this will give transparency to the process, but also having a federal court in Jackson's backyard to oversee and call fair shots is exactly what we need to rebuild not only the infrastructure, but the trust that that community has lost, end quote. In other environmental news, Australia's museum's Victoria Research Institute has recently been discovering new deep-sea creatures while exploring the Indian Sea. One of the species that was discovered was a deep-sea blind eel. Scientists have been using new 3D maps to explore new parts of this sea, which have been allowing them to discover these new species. Activists have been vandalizing famous paintings in the name of climate change awareness. Famous artists such as Van Gogh have had their paintings vandalized. Now protesters have thrown a black substance at another famous painting called Death and Life. The two protesters that threw the black substance at this painting are a part of an activist group called The Last Generation. After the attack, the group tweeted, quote, New oil and gas drilling is a death sentence to humanity. Some people are claiming that the increase in attacks on paintings and art in the name of climate change is due to the COP327 climate meeting. Thank you for listening to my environmental news updates. Now on to national news. The annual City of Fort Collins Hazardous Household Waste Collection Day is Saturday, September 10th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the City of Fort Collins Street Facility near East Vine Drive. You can take this opportunity to dispose of any substances that contain ingredients that could negatively affect your health or safety. For more information about the Saturday, September 10th Hazardous Household Waste Collection Day, you can visit fcgov.com hhw. KCSU thanks the City of Fort Collins for their underwriting support. national news. On Tuesday, former President Donald Trump announced he will be running for president again in 2024. Trump did run during the 2020 election after he served one term, but lost to now President Biden. Current President Biden has not stated whether he will run for re-election in 2024 yet. In other news, over the weekend, four University of Idaho students died at an off-campus property near campus. The deaths are now expected to be a result of a homicide. Authorities are now saying that an edge weapon, such as a knife, may have been used. Police said in a statement, according to CNN, that, quote, investigators are continuing to work diligently on establishing a timeline of relevant events to recreate the victim's activities on the evening of November 12th and morning of November 13th, following all leads and identifying persons of interest, end quote. Authorities believe that this was an isolated targeted event and that there is no threat to the community or university. But at this point in time, there is no suspect in custody, according to CNN. 
On Tuesday, Taylor Swift released tickets for her upcoming Eras tour. This release caused an unprecedented amount of problems for sites like Ticketmaster. Alexandria Cortez commented on this and said in a tweet that, quote, Daily reminder that Ticketmaster is a monopoly. Its merger with Live Nation should have never been approved, and they need to be re- reined in, end quote. Live Nation is considered one of the world's leading entertainment and music companies. Ticket prices for Taylor Swift's concerts are already going viral for their absurd prices on sites like Ticketmaster. Some tickets are going for upwards of $10,000 to $20,000. A missile hit Poland in an area near the Ukraine border that resulted in the death of two people. At this moment in time, it seems unlikely that Russia is behind this strike. It was most likely an accidental strike from Ukraine. President Biden said on Tuesday night that, quote, It's unlikely that in the minds of trajectory that it was fired from Russia. But we'll see. We'll see. End quote. According to CNN, Poland is an ally of NATO, an alliance that the United States is a part of as well. According to the NATO bylaws, Article 5, if another ally is attacked, quote, each and every member of the alliance will consider this an act of violence as an armed attack against all members and will take the actions it deems necessary to assist the ally attacked, end quote. The Secretary General of NATO has said that ultimately this attack is Russia's fault, according to CNN. Thank you for listening to my national news updates. Now on to CSU Sports with Ewan Pert. I'm Ewan Pert, and welcome to this week's RMR Sports Update. This week we have four teams competing in events, with volleyball first. They are 18-9 and nine on the season. After ending their three-game losing streak with a big win against Air Force in Tom Hilbert's final home game as a head coach, the volleyball team will be headed to Laramie to play Wyoming early in the week before going to Vegas to end their regular season. Next week, the Mountain West Tournament will take place here in Fort Collins, where the Rams will be competing. Up next is football, who is now 2-8 on the season after yet another Incredible performance from star receiver Tory Horton. The Rams would fall to the Wyoming Cowboys in the border war. The game was decided only by one point and the Rams fought hard, but now they have to move on to the next game where the football team will be headed to Air Force for their second to last game of the season. Up next is men's volleyball, who is 2-0. Still undefeated going into the week, the Rams will play four games this week. The first game against Weber State early in the week, and then games against South Carolina, MS Valley, and LMU to take place throughout the end of the week. Up next is women's basketball, who is also 2-0 and undefeated going into the week. The women's basketball team is looking quite strong at the beginning of this season. They will be hosting Western State early this week before heading out to play Mississippi State at the end of the week. I'm Ewan Pert. This has been your sports update of the week. Thank you for listening to the Rocky Mountain Review. I am Portia Cook with your Fort Collins weather forecast for today, Thursday, November 17th. A winter weather advisory is in effect for Fort Collins and Greeley beginning today at 5 o'clock a.m. until Friday at 9 o'clock a.m. Snow is expected to start to fall today with a total accumulation of between 2 and 6 inches with wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. According to the advisory, plan on slippery road conditions. 
The hazardous conditions could impact the Thursday morning and evening commutes, with lingering impacts possible Friday morning, even as the snow ends. The latest road conditions for Colorado can be obtained by calling 511 or by going to www.cotrip.org. As for this weekend, Saturday warms back up just a bit with sunny skies and temperatures in the high 30s. Sunday continues with sunshine and a high of 37. And for next week's weather, you can turn into the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review only on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. I'm Portia Cook with your KCSU weather report and information comes from the Weather Channel. And that's all for today. We just wanted to thank Damian Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. We'd like to thank our guests today, as well as the rest of the staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. And I'd like to thank you, Portia. And I'd like to thank you, Kira. And finally, we couldn't do this without you. Dear listener, thank you. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under news or podcast. You can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast by searching KCSU News. And with that, we'll see you next time. 